0: I'm joined now by Gary from OPC Energy. Gary, what a job you did out there today. Oh, it was it was unbelievable. You saw the customers' faces when that boiler went in. It was a really special moment. And what about the overall performance? Unreal You you could really feel The heat out there I'm delighted with the result And we move on To the next one Thanks Gary
1: Come on For more information On boiler upgrades Heat pumps and more Visit opc-ltd.uk Get ahead of the game With OPC Energy
2: The Go Radio Football Show Download the Go Radio app To listen live Weeknights from 5
3: Well the league season is over But we're preparing For next season already What's going to happen At Rangers Who is coming in Is anyone going out Over the summer and at Celtic, how Watch still continues, but no sign of Eddie Howe. It goes on and on. We do know from yesterday that Ross County are safe. They will be in the Premiership next season. Kilmarnock have to face Dundee later this week, the first round on Thursday. St are the best of the rest after 0-0 against Dundee United yesterday. And Chelsea women's, we know that it was Erin Cuthbert. who was on the bench last night in the Champions League final, but it wasn't to be for the Scottish international. Thrashed 4-0 by Barcelona. Well, it's another big week, though. We've got the cup final countdown. Just uh, four sleeps to go if you're a St Johnson fan or a Hibs fan. But sadly, no supporters are going to be at Hampden Park on Saturday afternoon. On Wednesday of this week, we'll bring you first news of the Euros. Barry, we're looking forward to it. Who are going to be the 26 players going and you've come in with your expected lineup for Stevie Clark's squads.
0: Yeah, it's my choice. Obviously, Stevie Clark's might be different, but I'm looking forward to it. Listen, it's it's brilliant that us as a nation, um, I've reached a, a major finals. It's been a long 23 years, but Stevie Clark for me has done a, a magnificent job, Paul. If I'm being honest with you, and I'm looking forward to him naming his squad. Um, I think there could be a few surprises in that squad, um, but we just need to wait and see um, what what Wednesday brings. We'll
3: see what Wednesday brings. Mark, you've got your squad with you as well. And we also want to ask you, we don't know who the Celtic manager is going to be. We think it's going to be Eddie Howe. But you said here on Friday that Brendan Rogers was the greatest coach Celtic had ever had. Yeah. And we want to challenge you. I,
4: look, obviously, yeah. you know, the, the first thing that comes to mind is, you know, how can you Brendan Rogers uh, against, or um, ahead of, of Jockstein? And I totally get that. Um, you know, Jockstein was was there for a number of years and won the European Cup. But, um, you know, I'm talking it in, in the past you know, fifty odd years for for me, you know, it, it's got to be uh, Brendan Rogers. Jock will always be the greatest Paul I'm not, yeah. I'm not gonna dispute that. I'd be mad uh, to dispute that. But Brendan Rogers in terms of the last forty years, Martin O'Neill's Gordon Stratton's, Billy McNeils, um Neil Lennon's, all the rest and for me it's um it is um Brendan Rogers mm. by by a distance in terms of coaching. I'll pick a different manager. But in terms of coaching, Brendan Rodgers by a distance.
0: Barry, what would you say? Yeah, I can see Mark's point in terms of Brendan Rodgers, yeah. the difference he made to some players when, when he came into the job. Um, a coach and a, a manager are different. I think Brendan Rodgers was hands-on on the training ground. And then, listen, to, I'm sure Celtic fans will look at a guy like Martin O'Neill who let his assistant manager and his first-team coach do the do the, the hard work on the training ground and Martin O'Neill was probably like, um, like Alec McLeish and Walter Smith when I was there they, they maybe come in two days leading up to a game and set us up in a, a, a certain manner uh, whoever we were playing against um, so coaching and managing is different Look, you got you get uh, modern day managers who do all the coaching and also you get managers who take a step back and let their, their right hand man and the, the first team coach
3: do most of the work on the training ground what do you think, Celtic fans? 08, 08, 17 17 700, the greatest ever coach or manager. We knew what you were going to say, Mark. We realised that. When you said coach, I thought you're going to bypass jock and by saying, you know, it was the coaching side of it. But what do you think? And Rangers fans, who's the greatest ever Rangers manager? The most popular one at the moment is the current manager, Stephen Gerrard, because he's led you out of the wilderness. Barry, it's been some weekend. There's been a lot of things going on that we didn't want to see. The club have come out along with the SFA and saying the small minority who let the club down there's no place for that in football Um, and and we know that everyone condemns that doesn't want to see that kind of thing happening because Glasgow and Scotland we love our football and it's so important for us and follow the blue or the green or whoever Partick Thistle or whatever but keep to the football because there's been a lot for the Rangers fans to have enjoyed this season
0: Yep, that's exactly what it was it was a a small percentage of fans misbehaving the the vast majority of fans would want to just go and and celebrate their their team winning a title because it's been a long um, nine seasons, um, a long barn um, time for, for Rangers as a football club, so it is disappointing that some fans let, um, not just the club down, they probably let themselves down, I think, if you go and ask them now, when they've, they've probably sobered up. Um, but listen, I can understand um, fans want to go out and, and celebrate, as I said, because it's been a, a tough time for, for Rangers as a football club, as a whole. Um, Celtic have been so dominant, um, so I, look, I see where people are coming from, but on the other hand, I understand because it's been also a tough year, Paul. with COVID, people been locked up in their house, um, not been able to do the the normal things that they would like to do. Um, but as I said, it's a small minority. Um, the vast majority of fans would have behaved, uh, would have sorry behaved properly
3: and stayed away as well, Mark.
4: Yeah, Paul. I I just can't when you when you're celebrating such a fantastic achievement, why it needs to turn into what it turned into. Um, on, on on Saturday you know and the vandalism and, and different things and yes it's a small minority of course it is um, but it's just I can't get my head around why that needs to happen when it's about football and celebrating a success celebrating a, a celebrate a success I also don't get why do you need to go to George Square I don't get that mm. you know I understand people want to congregate outside the average now it's wrong in the current circumstances but I can understand why they want to do it I'm not condoning it yeah. but I understand it um, but why you want to go to George Square to stand in amongst something it's not like you're having a, a beer you're sitting and having a bite to eat and a, and, and a blether with your friends your family yeah. talking about a great achievement and your memories of the past uh, 12 months so it's a strange one to get the head round. but um, yeah, the club have come out they've made their statement and um, some of the sights just weren't um, pleasant at all but that shouldn't um override what's happened to Rangers on the part as a football club this season they've been absolutely fantastic and that's what the that's what should define Rangers yep. season and will define their season the incidents over the weekend were, were unfortunate
0: what disappointed me is fighting amongst each other mm-hmm. it's, it's, your, it's your club your yep. club have just um, won the championship for the first time in a long long time and, and it, it baffles me why they want to fight amongst each other listen it's far too much drink. Yeah. That's that's the reason. Um, and as I said, it's a, a small minority who ruin it for everybody else who want to just go and,
3: and do things properly. 0808 17, 17 700 uh, give us a call or you can talk to us you can contact us uh, on the socials at Go Football Show we've got the PFA Team of the Year as well so many teams of the year coming up Players of the Year there was another one yesterday was announced as well uh, so Can yeah, keep track? I can't keep track actually <laughs> that's there really was another one they've all he, been
4: condensed in the past sort of 10 days yeah, indeed
3: yep. yeah. Um, obviously mainly the Rangers players and the Rangers manager I think he had a clean sweep it was Stephen yeah. Gerrard yep. 25 points clear so that's the message for the Rangers fans isn't it a lot to look forward to and for Celtic what's the response going to be? I'm sure they're working behind the scenes, but no word yet on Eddie, how many people think it will be this week. The PFA Team of the Year, so that's the uh, footballers themselves, they came out with this team. What do you think? McGregor in goals, Tavernier, Goldson, Barisic, Kamara, Kent, Morellas, it's not all Rangers, but it's nearly all, Turnbull, Ayer, and Eduard and Davis. So that's the... uh, that's the
4: team of the year. I'd be surprised with a couple of them in there. Yeah, yeah. I have to be honest, when I saw it and you just I see am. it, you know, <laughs> yeah. a Rangers yeah. and Celtic and I know it's yeah. the players that vote for it, but I'm like, you know what, I don't think it does any favour, That's you know, Martin Boyle, why is Martin Boyle mm. not yeah. um, in that she, team? Why is yep. Jason Kerr not in yep. that team? Why is Kevin, Kevin Nisbet, Nisbet? Yep. not in that team? Um you also
0: Josh Doyle. So Josh Doyle um, a good chance as well. Absolutely, yep. Josh
4: Doyle too. So I, I looked at some of them and I thought, yeah, fine, but I don't think it reflects well in their game either when you just see Celtic and Rangers. I know yeah. they've been, uh, you know, the Rangers particularly for a really good season, but for Celtic, um, nah, just, I just, I found it a bit strange. As soon as I saw it, I was just, oh, it's so predictable and mm. just everything's led by Rangers and Celtic. I, I was hoping for a wee bit better from the players to be to be perfectly honest Paul
3: Yeah I think that's a good point because there are so many good young players in Scotland well some of them appear in your 26 and we're going to get it quite soon I think we should let's get uh, the nation talking about the 26 it's going to come out on Wednesday we'll continue to pay tribute to uh, Stephen Gerrard this evening there's some more from him and James Tavernier speaking about the, the Rangers success
0: This is what it's all about uh, and all the hard work we've put in uh, you know we've been so relentless all all season, and you know what? It's it's for the fans and for this this amazing football club that I've grown. I keep growing and growing
1: to love more and more every day. So yeah, it's for the fans and everyone involved around the football club.
3: And that word love comes up also with the manager.
1: When I grew up as a young kid, I thought it was one club for life. You know, I've come through Liverpool and I've been in Liverpool, which I'm immensely proud of. And I came up here with my eyes wide open to learn about the club, learn more. I had a good idea from the outside, but this has grabbed me. It's, me. it's a club like very few in the world. A lot of similarities to Liverpool, and now this has got a special place in my heart. I'm happy here. I have to make a lot of sacrifices family-wise, but I want more. This has given me a taste for more, and I'm, I'm more determined to build on it.
3: And Barry, that's the big upside of it. People have been watching it on Sky and all around the world. They say Stephen Gerrard, a world figure in football, and he loves his football with Rangers and Scotland.
0: Yeah, certainly. Rangers as a football club has definitely gripped him. Mm. There's no doubt about that. Um, he just yeah. yeah, you can hear it in his voice. You can hear it in the interviews that he, he does. And he just needs to see the reaction when when the the first delivered um, in the first week of March the the title, the the celebrations, what it meant to so many people. And obviously, um, getting that trophy—the the most important thing—is when you go and lift that trophy, and you actually get the medal round about your mm-hmm. neck, and you know how important uh, important it is. Um, for me, he's been—he's improved Rangers. There's no doubt about it. Um, each season, you've seen progression, um, and this season was a season that was—he um, was under severe pressure to go and deliver. Um, And he's handled the pressure, I think, brilliantly. So has the players. And to be 25 points ahead of Celtic, who were so dominant. People need to remember that. They've been so dominant, Celtic. Um, To go and deliver this sort of season, he deserves a huge amount of credit. Him, his coaching staff and the players.
3: And Mark, I'm just thinking, he's given up a lot, personally, this season, with the Covid season yeah. and he's not been with his wife and family and he's mm-hmm. been here and I, I'm just throwing this to you mm-hmm. I saw Keith Jackson this morning saying about a press conference the other day that uh, he was asked you know to say stay away this weekend and I mean I did hear some audio from him where he did say stay away from Ibrox, um for the celebrations but that the, the the question wasn't allowed there but he's given up so much himself and it would be would have been good to hear him allow him to speak about that because everyone has given up a lot of freedom this year and people should have reflected that. And maybe, and you know, he is the leader of yeah. Rangers and what a leader! He's been immaculate, at the things he's done. Ah, I, he's I, I just saw that this morning there. And if that happened, he should have been allowed to speak, surely.
4: Yeah, I mean, I think if you think back to uh prior to the, the one of the old firm games earlier in the season when it was, you know, I think, it was at the Celtic part, they won each game. Um, when you know, both clubs you know, came kind of said, Listen. Please stay away. Yep. Don't mm-hmm. let everybody stay indoors, etc. Yep. etc. Cetera, et cetera. And Stephen Gerrard led Rangers Football Club mm-hmm. at, at that time um very well. I think it was probably John Kennedy. Then the captains mm-hmm. came out, James Tavernier and Scott Brown. So yeah, there was there was a clear message mm-hmm. from Rangers back then. And if, if there's one person that the Rangers fans will listen to mm-hmm. or certainly wouldn't want to let down, yeah. it'd be Stephen Gerrard. So yeah, I think anything um, when you've got to deliver messages and if the manager can deliver them, the captain, the chairman, etc, etc, the more people of stature like that, um, the better for sure.
0: I think both the manager and the club were clear leading up to the, the weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they, they can only do so much. They can only sit themselves in front of a camera and explain, um, listen, stay safe, make sure you do things mm-hmm. properly. Um, you can't hold... Every single fan by the hand. Um, They've got to be mature enough to realise the situation we're in. But Stephen Gerrard as as a manager, um, the way he comes across in the media, I think both of you will agree with me. I'm so impressed by him. So impressed by him. He speaks honestly. If Rangers don't play well, he's honest about it. It's not good enough. Mm. Rangers play well. He's there to give credit to the the, the players. And um, I'm sure that... Well, I'm not sure... That's the reason why these this group
3: of Rangers players are bought right into him. That's right. Ryan Kent's in the papers today saying this is just the start for Rangers. So does that indicate that he'll be here next season? I heard Barry at the weekend saying they don't have to sell if a crazy offer comes in. Of course, that is the economics of any football club. You know, if somebody's worth you know ten million and they go, if you get an offer of twenty for any player and he's worth more than that, but uh, Ryan Kent, what a season he's had and he's got better and better towards the end.
4: Yeah, uh, it was terrific. I think he started and. On fire really was. You think back to some of the early games and in Europe, he started it all at Petaudry, August the 1st. Yep. Um, last year, 1-0 at Petaudry. Lovely finish, ran through and goal, nice composure uh, and helped to finish it off. Um, I thought he's a bit of skill for the, the second or the third goal. Bring it down the byline out there and boom. Um, so it was ter- terrific. Um, and we all know, he made a transfer. You need a, a willing buyer, a willing seller and a willing player. And at the moment, um, you don't have a willing seller and it doesn't look as though you've got a willing uh, player who's going to be looking to go and Rangers are not looking to sell mm. but if something crazy comes in and Rangers can get 20 million quid or 22 whatever it may be and Ryan Kent gets offered 60 or 70 or 80 grand a week to go and play down south then of course it's 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 probably likely that it's going to happen but it's not like Rangers are looking to sell and, and that could be the, the key part of it all for,
0: Personally for my um, judgment on it is Ryan Kent would be better staying for his development for another season. Um, I think some of the games he's played he's been exceptional, but certainly this last two or three month period, the levels of consistency that he's shown, he's been one of the top performers every week. That's only criticism I would put against Ryan Kent. That's something that he's improved on and I think if he stays next year, he's always going to get that move, but there's no doubt about it you will get that move. Um, does he want to go and try and play in the Champions League? I would like to think so. That's where every footballer should um, aim to try and play in. And would you um, expect
3: him to flourish there and we'd
0: see yeah, how good he is? Look, I think he's only going to get better. I still think there's more to come from Ryan Kent, if I'm being honest with you. Mm. I, I think there's a top player there. Um, he, he's still at an age where he can, he can uh, develop. I think he's playing under the right manager. I think he's at the right club. He's learning to deal with pressure week in, week out. So, I think for his development in the longer term, it would be better for him staying next season. But again, as we're speaking about, if somebody comes in with 22 million quid or 23 million quid, we're buying him, I think it was 7 million from Liverpool. Yep, that it. Um, that, That's a decent return. Then maybe the club might need to sit down and and have a chat mm-hmm. with each other and say listen is this a good bit of business but for me I think it's so important
3: that Rangers try to keep him he's Rangers main player for me now Mark it's going to be a busy summer for everyone Celtic mm-hmm. will appoint a manager probably Eddie Howe if we, if it ever happens <laughs> if we ever finally Sometime tell you August. we keep saying this is uh, Eddie Howe week but uh, <laughs> yeah, stay tuned uh, 102 <laughs> points a record for Rangers the Invincibles in the league yeah. and uh, 25 points ahead of Celtic and is yeah. that a 38-point turnaround from last season? Yeah. you torrid- ever remember such a turnaround? Uh, no, I
4: what, don't what, what, think so. Not as Rangers, big. um yep. t- 21 points and then Martin yep. Neal came in That's and right. whatever Martin Neal's team won it by. I can't remember. But anyway, that that was that was 20 years ago. That this is the here and now, and it's just not been acceptable from Celtic. That said, you weigh it all up, you know, it's four trebles in the trot, mm-hmm. a quadruple treble. Um, but it's just the way that it collapsed this season Paul um everywhere other and you probably you know you, you trace it back and um people a lot of people will blame Neil Lennon and they, and they did blame Neil Lennon but actually seeing you look at the recruitment the recruitment was absolutely appalling it
3: 2020 really was. was a shocker for Celtic oh, recruitment it, wise oh, wasn't it it
4: was it was absolutely shocking and I know the club, they'll always say, oh, we, you know, we spend every penny that comes in. And listen, they, they, they spend, they do spend a lot of money and they did spend a lot of money um, in August on, on, on three or four players. But you need to spend it wisely, Paul. That's the mm. secret. You know, so if, if, if Eddie Howe's coming in, I said in the show last week, he's got to have a net spend of 20 million pounds. Mm. Netto. You've got to spend that well. There's no point in giving you 20 million and going and getting another Albin Ayeti, mm-hmm. another Vasily Barkas mm-hmm. you've got to go and do much better um, and be more on the front foot in terms of longer term um, planning you can't fly by the seat of your pants every four or five months at, at the different windows there's got to be a proper longer term uh, planning um, this so a little bit interesting to see the manager the players but one thing's for sure I don't think there could be any there could be any worse I'm expecting a, a, a tighter title race um, next season, but Rangers absolutely starting the driving seat, and I think they will be, I think there'll be clear favourites to make okay. it to the.
3: Twenty million net Celtic need to spend Barry. I'm going to ask you after the break. What about Rangers? What's the netto figure for them?
2: The Go Radio Football Show. Download the Go Radio app to listen live weeknights from five.
3: Go Radio Football Show, Glasgow's newest radio station, fastest growing in the country. Certainly with the apps. More and more people, over 600,000 downloading and listening to the Go Radio Football Show with OPC Energy Limited. Paul Cooney with the Rangers legend Barry Ferguson. And Mark Guidi is with us too. It was refreshing. Yeah, John Hartson Saturday he was saying. He said, "I'm not a legend." He said, "I, I, I think I was part of a, a really good team with, with with Sutton, but the legend was Larson." He was quite humble the way he spoke about it because something he was just saying too often. We talk about legends, Barry, in in the yeah, game. I
0: think he's underestimating himself. I know, Big John, yeah. <laughs> Big John, believe me, I played against him a number of times to to know what um, what I was up against, and he was a top player, Paul, no doubt about it. Listen, Larson was was top class super legend. Yeah, yeah you don't <laughs> go on to play with Barcelona <laughs> yeah. and Man United uh, if you're not Larson was um, and I'll be honest with you, when Larson did first come I was thinking to myself I think it was was it 650 grand yeah, he, yeah. he cost and um, I wasn't too sure of him um, but as time went on he was one player when you played against him we we made sure that we had to keep him quiet Craig Moore was up, man to, to do that he um, left yeah. a few on him a number of times
3: <laughs> did you put a couple of players on him sometimes yeah, you just had to be it, careful. Listen, it, in you instance, kept
0: yeah. uh, one thing. You kept Larson quiet. You knew you were in for a. Um, mm-hmm. You were in with a chance of winning
3: a game. Well, it's official then. The legend John Hartson will be on tomorrow night with the Richard Foster is on tomorrow with uh, Rob Lewis. You're on the line, a Rangers fan. Good evening, Lewis. <laughs> Good evening, boys. How are you? Good, thanks. Yeah, Barry's definitely a Rangers legend. There's no question. Do you think too often people do say legends when they're maybe good players or very good players, but maybe not legends? It,
5: it all depends on their status. Like Barry, obviously, he's sure. a Rangers boy, he brought up Rangers and become a Rangers legend. There's no doubt about that. But as you were saying about John Harpsmith, probably, a, probably as class as a legend, aye. Probably yep. won, mm-hmm. then a lot, he won a lot of trophies. Scored a lot of goals, so that's what a striker the, the day So he's probably in that bracket as well for the Celtic
3: side, yeah. And Steven Gerrard, a legend uh, as a player at Liverpool, is he heading for legendary status for you as Rangers manager? He's there.
0: I don't. Yeah, yeah. I don't
3: think he's a, a legend. I
0: think he's a god now to the Rangers yep. fans. Yep. I'll be honest with you, what what he's delivered this season. Um, I don't know what Lewis thinks, because um, I, I just go back to last season. I was really worried. I'll be honest with you, I was worried with the way we came back off the winter break. Celtic just steamrolled um, the title. Um, Rangers fell apart. And then that, that's where I think the manager and the group of players and the staff deserve a lot of credit. They've obviously went away and had a lot of thinking time, a lot of meetings, a lot of hard work went on in the training ground. And then to come back and, and win the league by 25 points and 32 wins, 6 draws, 0 defeats, 102 points... Scoring 92 goals and only conceding thirteen yeah. in 38 games I think that's um, that's frightening Lewis Yep What do you
1: want yeah, to ask? I'd, yeah. I'd,
0: On you
5: go I'd, I'd, I'd agree with Barry there because <clears throat> the start of last season we were brilliant and then we came back for the winter break and we just fell apart and I was sitting thinking for the whole of the last season to the start of this season I was still keen to work out where I went wrong or what had happened but it's clearly been a bit of mentality I think, because sure. you can see the turnaround we've had this season. It's been an unbelievable season. I think the mentality's changed. Uh, I've heard a few people say that there's no mistakes with Conor Goldson, which is true this season. Mm-hmm. I always felt like Conor Goldson last season was a bit shaky at some times, but this season he's been an absolute rock. And he's probably, I'd say, the last time I came on here, I, I said that um, Davis and McGregor was my player of the year, but yeah. I'd change it to Goldson. I think he's been a rock. Really?
3: <clears throat> so you've just changed in the last few weeks?
5: Yeah, yeah. I, I think so, yeah. the work, I, I don't think people see the work that he puts in as well. Mm-hmm. And you hear Glenn Kamara and Joe Aribo talking after the thingy as well, Class him as his big brother, keeps him going every day and that. Mm-hmm. So he must see a big impact in training as well on the younger lads like Kamara, Kane, Aribo. So
3: I think, I think Goulson deserves it, yeah. Mark, he has had a remarkable season to play every minute.
4: Yeah he's 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 been rock solid um you know he has he's been the one player um that's never been injured obviously as you say because he's played in every game um, he's had different partners you know Balligan, Hollander, um young Simpson um towards the end and um so no he, he has been good he's not my player um of the year and it actually shows you just how good he's been when he's actually he'd probably be, be my fifth choice okay. for player okay. of the year um, and yet he has been he has been absolutely first class but um, look, I think if you to pick Goldson Tavernier Davis McGregor or Kent you wouldn't be far wrong there's not a big argument in terms of why any of them shouldn't get it um, and that shows the standard uh, the leadership that Rangers have had in their team and that's why the, the, the stats at Barry just rhymed off there they are so impressive I mean you just it's easy to see. All oh, Rangers won the lead them have going through the season unbeaten but then you look at the story behind the story mm-hmm. and all the different elements to it and it is so impressive when you just take a wee step mm-hmm. back. As Barry knows, we all know Paul, people think, ah, you won a late so Celtic you, know, you and they won uh, four trebles and a trot as if, ah, hey, I've won four <laughs> trebles. But yeah. when you take a wee step back and think about it and you look at all those, I think, wow, it's, how difficult it is just to win one game of mm-hmm. football. But to do that week in, week out, over nine months oh. and have a more than decent run in Europe that's why they deserve a lot of credit do, do you
0: know where I, I think the, the shift in mindset for the group of players is where? October mm-hmm. last season when they went to Celtic Park and they won the game 2-0 I thought I think that gave them the mm-hmm. the real belief that they can go and shake Celtic up a bit because mm-hmm. sometimes that happens when, when Celtic were so dominant over the years they had to go there and put a marker down mm-hmm. and they went there and they really dominated that sure. game and, and mm-hmm. won comfortably for me 2-0 mm-hmm. And I think when they came away for that, I think it was in middle of October, they won the game 2-0. I think when they came away for Celtic Park on that bus, they maybe have thought and looked at each other and thought to themselves, listen, this could be the season.
3: We have shown now that we can match them or even better them. Because until then, Celtic could have said they had a couple of games in hand, remember that? Mm-hmm. Yep. But Rangers that day at Celtic Park mm-hmm. showed them there was a changing in the guard. That's, yeah. that's a great point. Is it, it's as yeah.
0: difficult when when your rivals are winning yeah. every single yeah. trophy that's available when they're not even playing well and mm-hmm. they're winning What does it do to that, you? It frustrates you yeah. there's no doubt about it so that's why the, the pre-season for Rangers was so important mm-hmm. the manager sitting down with the players and, and going through a lot of things and I just think that game people ask about great season it is I just think that was a change in in mentality the middle of October at Celtic Park Lewis you'll remember that well
5: Yeah I, I think the big part of it was um you see that uh, was it December last uh, 2019 when we beat them 2-1 to go top of the league by one point and then yeah. they uh, fell away after the mm. one at a break. <clears throat> the difference between the two games, I think, is that then they didn't get carried away after they beat Celtic yeah. this season at the start. but mm. in the middle of the last season, they, they were all celebrating and that. I think we're just keeping calm, keeping quiet and just staying the talking on the pitch, basically. Mm. And I think... They've done it
3: well, to be fair. Mark was saying there that Conor Golson didn't have injuries, which, I mean, he did play all the games, as we mentioned. But players do get injuries, don't they? Does that also tell you that he plays through it? He's not interested in going on the treatment table too much. Well,
0: I think if you ask any professional footballer, I don't think they go on, on the pitch 100%. You've always got a, a, a niggle, whether it's a dead leg, whether it's a, a slight strain. You're never 100%. But for a guy to play the 38 games, um, not just in the league, but in Europe and all the cup games... And people forget he had hard-hatches mm-hmm. um, at Brighton. It's some comeback, isn't it? It's some yeah. comeback. So, look, I, I think he's improved mm. so, so much. I think there was a rick or two in him, a mistake <laughs> in him, yeah. um, last season. I think he's cut all that out. He just defends first and foremost. Doesn't take any chances. And um, he, he's been an absolute rock at the back for, for Rangers this season.
3: So we're still on this season, right? We'll let you know when we change it to last season and next season and what's what because there's still the cup final to come. Lewis, what do you want to see happen next? Because so we heard Mark saying there that Celtic will spend net £20 Barry, what do you think Rangers will spend net this summer, roughly? I know it's about how you spend it. I get that. You could spend... You know, 20 badly
0: Yeah, but, but I'm just looking at the Rangers squad as a whole I think they'll yeah. be the, the guys who are round about the, the edges of the squad I think they'll try and get them off the wage budget there's, there's no doubt about it guys like Greg Stewart, Stewart. Jordan Jones, yeah. Edmondson mm-hmm. Zungo will go back to, to France mm-hmm. so that opens up a, a bit of salary uh, for them um, and I'm sure there will be money there to spend I, like, I'll be guessing Paul if I'm being honest uh, with you but I think if the right player comes up uh, at the right price I think the Rangers board—they're going back on Lewis.
5: Yeah, I'm the same as Barry. I think if, if Gerard and Ross Wilson come up with a player and they think that's the right player for the job, I think well we can see by now that the club's fully behind Stephen Gerard and um, Ross Wilson with their decisions. And so far, every single decision they've made has been on point, and every fan loves it. So as long as the fans are happy, the, the club will keep backing. So that's a good thing as well. And this season just proves that if you back the manager and you back the person who's helping the manager, you'll get a furler. And it's brilliant that we're back.
3: And obviously for next season, the Cups, I suppose that's the only thing this season. You you know, the two games that you lost were the Cup games against St Mirren and then St Johnson. Cup final weekend, there's not going to be any fans there. You must be desperate to get back to Ibrox uh, July, August for the new season, Lewis.
5: Yeah, definitely. It's been a while. Bit too long to be, a bit too long to wait to get to a football match because that's what you all want to do on a Saturday morning when you wake up and you can see the clock kick off at Ibrox and you just can't wait to get there. But yep. over here we we'll just take you wait a wee bit longer. I not too long in the corner.
0: In terms of the 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 cup situation, like the St Mon games and mm-hmm. Johnson game, that will be niggling away the manager, and I'd be absolutely shocked if it's no niggling away at the players as well. It was a real opportunity for me, not taking anything away for St Myrna on the night, they deserved it, St Johnstone I thought were, were brilliant at Ibrox, but that was a real opportunity. Um, so that's something that, listen, go and enjoy the, um, the moment for three or four days, but then need to come back in pre-season and that, that's the next goal,
3: to go and retain the title and go and get a double or a treble. It's kind of what Mark was saying earlier, just a few minutes ago, because you 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 say unbeating 102 points and, so, and all the rest. Uh, he's bang on. Yep. See that
0: it's hard, really hard. Believe yep. me when I mm. say this, to win a trophy, and especially the league. Mm. The hardest thing is to go and retain it, and then build on it and keep winning and winning and winning. The pressure keeps mounting and mounting and mounting. So they'll be under pressure next season. Mm. He'll know that. The manager will know that. The players will know that. So the the next. Um, the next aim for them is to go and build on one in the league, go and retain the league, mm. and then go and bring the League Cup back, go and bring the Scottish Cup back. Call and for the Champions League. Just about to say that, I, That That's that's key. Mm-hmm. I don't think they'll get very far, I'll be honest with you. I'm just being realistic here. Group stage? The aim is to get yeah, in the group right. stage. Yeah. When you get in the, the group stage, you're coming up against clubs who are yeah. who can go and sign players for £40, £50, £60 million. Pound. Um, but that's, that's, that'll be the aim for Rangers this season. And that, of course, yeah, sorry, next season. For next season. to go and yeah. retain the title mm-hmm. and go and add a cup
3: or two to that. And the 30 million. Next loose. season, this yeah. season,
0: following season. Yeah, exactly,
3: whatever. 21 <laughs> 22. <laughs> Lewis, Champions League. That music will be playing at Ibrox and hopefully the fans and you'll be there by then.
5: Yeah, that would be brilliant. Just to get Champions League football back. It's been a while. Europa League has been good, but Champions League the next step up and that's where Rangers deserve to be. Massive club, massive tournament. That's where we
3: belong and uh, we're going to get the Cup Final on Saturday who do you think is going to win St Johnson who defeated Rangers as you know or Hibbs? I
5: actually think St Johnson is going to do the double I do I think defensively I just think St Johnson is way stronger than Hibbs. and then you've got Chris Kane up front which has had a decent season and then you've got Ali McCann in midfield who is really good as well so I just think across the three bits of the park I think St. not will win it in the midfield battle, I think.
3: Okay. Listen, thanks very much Lewis for calling. We'll speak to you hopefully over the summer. Barry, what are you thinking? I don't want your prediction yet because no, we're I, on... Do you know what? Yeah. It's
0: a hard one because um, yeah. John. I, I just think about St. Johnson, really mm-hmm. impressed by them. Hibs, two danger men if St. Johnson keep Boyle and Nisbet, quiet. Mm-hmm. They've got a real chance. It's a hard one to call. Isn't it? Two, yeah. I, I think they're evenly matched as well. Mm-hmm. People might be surprised at that comment saying Hibs are the better team. Hibs will be Mm favourites, but people underestimate, sorry, St Johnson. Mm -hmm. St Johnson are a a decent outfit. They
3: are, yep. Mark, what a chance for, well, both of them. You know, kiss Hibs the nearly men. Can we say that? You know, they have been, Mm -hmm. but they must be determined. They came third, they saw Mm -hmm. off Aberdeen, and they're desperate to win it again. You know, they tasted it in 2016. But St Johnson, maybe their name's written on it this season, the double for Callum Davidson's team, on a, a much lesser budget, I would imagine. Mm-hmm. But COVID's been a problem in the last week or two. They've been unlucky. Mm-hmm. And, and let's hope that doesn't affect either team this week.
4: Yeah, I mean, I think, first and foremost, I think it's going to be a cracking game, mm-hmm. uh, Paul. You know, for Scottish football, you know, remember, it's a Scottish Cup final. Mm-hmm. And again, you just to have to step back. Scottish Cup final, showpiece game of the season. Just unfortunately, there's not going to be any fans there. But How many were at Wembley at the weekend? <laughs> Twenty-one, twenty-two thousand. <000. laughs> 22,000. Uh, championship Ox. playoff start tonight yeah. in front of fans as well Barnsley, Swansea mm. Bournemouth uh, yeah. Brentford Brentford yeah so um, but I, no, I think we're really good <laughs> games so, uh, Barry says that you know Martin Boyle's been uh, terrific yeah. Kevin Nisbet Scotland International um, striker um, the, the names that we've mentioned there um, for St Johnson, yeah. um as well and two really good young Scottish managers <laughs> and Jack Ross um, and Callan Davidson, which is nice um, to see as well so it'll be a good a good final um, at Hamden on Saturday,
3: that's for sure. And we'll be winding up towards that final this weekend. Quick break and then we're back. 08, 08 17, 17, 700. It's Glasgow's newest. Go Radio
2: The Go Radio Football Show Download the Go Radio app to listen live weeknights from five
3: Go Radio Football Show as we come towards the end of season 2021 the league season is over Kilmarnock it's not over for them though they played Dundee on Thursday are Dundee going to do it against them or do you think Kelly will be too strong Barry?
0: I think Kelly will be too strong mm. Paul I'm been honest with you I mentioned yesterday I think the, the five players uh, Broadfoot, Dicker, Power Burke and Lafferty will be key. Um, I know Lafferty didn't score yesterday, um, but he's been massive since he's come in uh, for Kilmarnock. So, look, Dundee, um, good team. Stop Charlie Adam, Kilmarnock win the game. Mark Guidi, what do you reckon? Over the
4: two legs? Kilmarnock for me, uh, yep. Paul. Um, yeah, just for the, the reasons that, that Barry's mentioned. Dense Park on, on Thursday night will be crack a cracker. Different story if Dundee can take a lead. Um, to Rugby Park which I think they'll need to do and then on Monday night at, at Rugby Park I would expect Kilmarnock to get the job done and uh, and get it over the line but with, with with Charlie Adam at the heart of that Dundee team they've got three or four other experienced players um, I wouldn't rule them out but I'd be very very surprised if Kilmarnock don't retain their SPFL Premiership status.
3: And well done to Yogi, to John Hughes at Ross mm. County, bottom of the table when he took over in December and he, he has done a good job.
0: Yeah, brilliant. I hope he stays there. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I see that he's he's going to be talking to the chairman about a new yeah. contract. Listen, I just love listening to Yogi Hughes. <laughs> <laughs> he's straight as yep. as they come um, and he's a very, very good coach. He knows the game inside out. He's done a great job there. He was brought in to keep him up and he's done it in the last game of the season. So, hopefully, he gets a
4: chance to manage Ross County in the Premier League.
0: And three season.
3: wins at the end. Nobody saw I, that coming, really. No, that's I mean, what they've was, not been able to do.
4: It was it was brilliant for them, absolutely yeah. brilliant. And and the thing that always surprised me, makes me me laugh in a good way and a positive way about Yogi. When you think back to him, Paul as, as a as a centre half, no nonsense centre mm-hmm. half, a good old fashioned just try to rasp through the back of uh, of the mm-hmm. centre forward whatever it took to stop the centre forward from scoring. but you look at his teams right from when he started mm-hmm. at Falkirk mm-hmm. through to Hibernan to Inverness footballing teams yep. loves to get the ball down and play football get his, wants his players to take risks wants it to be brave um, you know in terms of the silky stuff that he tried to put, the total opposite of him as a footballer and I mean that with the greatest I respect him because I like big yogis I said mm-hmm. he was good um, on his game but his, his, his teams um, didn't um, mirror him as a footballer, but that's that's good to see, and I'm I'm really pleased for him because a lot of time for for Yogi who's
3: great company. He certainly is. It be a loss to the the Premiership if we'd lost them, but Aki's going down. Yeah. You know, seven years at the top. Brian Rice got a new contract, and that's good news from Aki's. They are a loyal club, but um, yeah, the, the trap door eventually had to open, didn't it, Barry?
0: Yeah, well, they had seven great seasons, yep. um, no doubt about it. Lowest budget in the league. Um, look, they fought right to the end. Let's be honest with you. Um, and one thing that that Brian Rice will do, he'll continue to play the younger players. They've got a great youth system. They've got um, a great track record. They're bringing good young players through and giving them an opportunity. And they'll continue to do that. But the most important thing is they keep the experienced guys. Um, like Callaghan mm-hmm. and, and the midfield. Guys guys like that. Um, and I'm sure and I hope, because it's my local team, that they, they bounce straight back next season. But listen, the Championship's a tough league. Mm-hmm.
4: I'd also, as well, I think. Do you know? I think they'll they'll be offers for Callaghan, given the season that he's just. Mm. had? I think you have one or two teams mm. sniffed about him, Barry. Yeah, but
0: I just I look at him, Martin, I think he's he looks happier, mm-hmm. or happiest he's been in a long mm. time because he's been about a few clubs, mm. um, and he, he's not really settled. I think at Hamilton, they play a certain way that suits mm. him, um, and his his games come on leaps and bounds. He scored some important goals. And he's experienced now, because as I said, he's been about for a, a number of years. So it's important to try and keep him. But listen, it comes down to money, the finances. Look, I'm sure their budget maybe, or Brian Rice's budget will maybe get cut next season, getting into the championship. But I hope they can bounce straight
3: back. A lot of people on the socials saying, you know, where do you stand on the? The sectarian situation, the things that happened at the weekend, unequivocally, we're against it. We we're seeing it and others are saying, what about the, the anti-racism when, when uh, Scott Brown stood with Kamara? And absolutely, he should. He did the right thing. And we stand with him there. Scotland it is one of the shames in Scotland. is the bigotry over the years. And we're completely and utterly against it. We should be fair and good with each other. You know, It's been such a difficult time. There is no place for it. Barry said it earlier in the programme. Mark, you've said it. I'm not even going to ask you again. We're completely and utterly against discrimination of all forms. And I said this weeks ago when people are talking, and it's appalling. Um, it's just, there's no place for it. So you're not going to take us down a line of, or we do it. Absolutely not. We're completely and utterly against it. We've all got different backgrounds, but we're all good people doing our best. And uh, yeah, we're calling it out. We're not having it if we can It's a very difficult position in Scotland. Sometimes it has been swept under the carpet over the years. It shouldn't be. We should be playing about it. Uh, um, We should be against it. And we are here at Go Radio. Absolutely no question. And I was lucky enough in my career to work with people who were not interested in what school you went to. Honestly, I think, you know, I was lucky in commercial radio that people were not interested in that. They gave people an opportunity And that's what we're about. So we're not going to go down uh, because we could then turn into the political programme or whatever and it's right that it's debated. But we'll give you one answer and the one answer is we're completely against it. If it's sexual orientation and gender, uh, race. My grandfather was an immigrant to this country and I was given great opportunity. There were times where I found it tough but people were so good and kind and the Scots are. And of course there are people who aren't. That will always be the case. You know, at both football clubs at all football clubs or all parts of society but we're in a great country and I think we need to be outward looking we're not hiding from it but we don't want to go down this route of your, oh you're either green or you're blue or whatever let, let's let be you know, we're here for everybody that, that's what I would say on it Well, I agree yeah. with
0: you I'm a Rangers fan I'm never yep. going to hide that but bigotry I've been in the receiving end of it. I've got friends that are Celtic fans I, I'm no for it I'm with you that racism as well we stood with Glenn Kamara, but mm. bigotry I've no time for it if of I'm being honest mm. with you you can support a club
3: I'm fine with it. Yep. Great well, Barry it's the, same, it's the same thing isn't it it's just yeah. whether it's colour creed yeah, whatever matter. treat people as yeah. you find them yeah. what, what
4: your religion is what school you went to what colour your skin shouldn't define you as a, as a person and shouldn't um, be a, a part of what people think of you that like, mm. it's prejudged because of a certain school that you went to well, it's just person enjoy your company good at what you do you work hard you try and look after your family whatever it may be that's what we should be about that's what good people regardless of it and and as you say Paul we've got millions of good people in this country that just want to try and help each other see our country prosper see your neighbour prosper regardless of what School they went to, or what religion is, or what colour his skin is. That's what I decided we just help each other yeah. and make our country as good as it can be.
0: And news were great yesterday, you allowed me to wear my Ranger strip in here. <laughs> <laughs> um, so <that> was...
3: <laughs> and we weren't at school that much, any of us. I'm not sure about you, Mark, but I think,
0: <laughs> yeah,
3: I got a few funny
0: looks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so to that, that's where well, we started, by the way. yeah that was good you well, took control well, there for two or three minutes I enjoyed that well but yeah. we're
3: real in this station we're Glasgow yeah. station mm, so we're I, not hiding from it
4: Yeah. and what uh, you said you know, yeah. was real
3: there Paul uh-huh. we, yeah. we didn't know yeah. that was coming no. that was just no. off the cuff no.
4: and you addressed yep. a, mm. a situation and, and and rightly so. And i have also got to remember as well. There's some things going on that there's there's live yeah. police investigations with different things yeah. that have gone on mm-hmm. in the past couple of days. But you know, we don't like to see it. It's no. not acceptable. Rangers have come out today mm-hmm. and said it themselves. It's not acceptable. But I, I know people on the Rangers board. We know people on the Rangers backroom staff. We mm-hmm. know some of the Rangers players. We know thousands and thousands mm-hmm. and thousands of Rangers supporters that are all good people that love their club and they've loved the success of what they've had this season and they've enjoyed it and celebrated it in the right manner and good on them. That's what it's all about. But they have there's been a minority that have gone out over the past couple of days and just it's been unacceptable.
3: For, for sure. And we live in a democracy and people should be allowed to speak out. Yeah. And I think actually both clubs should have a think about what they're doing with Andy Walker on Sky mm-hmm. in the last couple of weeks. Andy Walker is now, he's a journalist, he's a, he's a pundit. And he says what he thinks and he cared passionately about Celtic and he spoke against Celtic and surely Celtic will treat him well. And the same with Rangers who apparently didn't like something he said. For goodness sake, this isn't Russia. It's not Pravda. Yeah. We are in a democracy and we, we can't lose this. No. So people at the clubs, that's why I've got a reason. We should be saying, Let's treat. if the people are yeah. treating you properly, you have to agree. You don't have to agree with each other. It's a democracy we're in. Mm-hmm. And be careful of people who want to shut you down and shut down opinion because they don't like it
4: Yeah, also, I think what you said there about Andy Walker and I can uh, think back Paul and I'm, it's okay to say it on, on Radio Clyde you gave Derek Johnston and, and David Proven their stats. you identified them as a talent as guys mm. that had hung up their boots and look at the, the brilliant uh, media pundits the, that they turned that well, Andy Walker. You gave Andy Walker these stuff in the it, media as well.
3: It was a new thing. It yeah. there was a coterie of people who weren't really in the game, but I, I wanted people who'd been in the game to come and give us their opinion, along yeah. with some great people who also knew the game, like Tommy Graham. I well. yeah. Indeed, yeah. yeah. Tommy but listen, the it, thing so, is, you might not agree with their
0: opinion. No, but the guys know the game inside out. Exactly. Yeah. Let's be honest. You with get you. a good balance. So get I think guys like Derek Johnson, David Crowe, and Andy Walker. Yeah. I could go on and Mark on Haley, and on. Yeah. I watch it, and I've got ex-teammates who go on and. And covered games and they might have an opinion I might not
3: agree with them mm. but listen it's a free world yep. you're allowed your opinion but I think that applied the Andy Walker thing I think people at Celtic should also have a look at themselves if that is the case and at Rangers he's a really good pundit mm-hmm. who deserves to be treated properly and allowed mm-hmm. to do his job and he wasn't in, he wasn't in the gantry the other week at the game and that's ridiculous I mean it really is I hadn't known too much about it but I found out a bit more and it all comes together let's treat people properly and be fair we're in a democracy yep
4: yep I agree 0808
3: 08, 17 17 in the next hour we're going to find out your uh, squads for the Euros that's coming up after the news at 6 I'm joined
1: now by Gary from OPC Energy Gary what a job you did out there today oh it
0: was it was unbelievable you saw the customers faces when that boiler went in it was a really special moment and what about the overall performance Unreal. You you could really feel the heat out there.
1: I'm delighted with the result, and we move on to the next one. Thanks, Gary. Come on! For more information on boiler upgrades, heat pumps and more, visit opc-ltd.uk. Get ahead of the game with OPC Energy.
2: The Go Radio Football Show. Download the Go Radio app to listen live weeknights from five.
3: It's the 100 million plus match that's... uh, going on no it's not Kelty Hearts against Brecon tomorrow night you wish it was 100 pound no hardly yeah so uh, Mark there it is Bournemouth yeah. up against Brentford Yep. So I'm talking about Ivan Toney there, but uh, no word yet on Eddie Howe. Uh, <laughs> just checking. But that's what no. a game that is, isn't it? It's the yeah. playoffs to get into the Premier League in England. 180 million or something like that. I'm
0: thinking it? something like that. Wow. Yeah. There's the guy just there pitching there, the, yeah. Ivan Toney.
4: 35 to 40 million for him now. Yeah. What a
0: signing. I think he's. What is it? late 20s he scored mm-hmm. um, yeah. I think 28-29 yeah. goals yeah. Um, yeah. He, he's 6 been million up, or something yeah. got him for wow. 7 million brilliant signing for uh, Brentford um, so that's listen what a game what an opportunity for, for these players to get back into the Premier League and then their life
3: change mm. and for you Barry big game tomorrow night how are you feeling for the preparations it's the first leg against breaking yeah, tomorrow no, at home relaxed yep. um,
0: looking forward to it it's the biggest game in the club's history but I've told the guys just to uh, prepare as normal um, look, we know it's a, a cup final, a playoff final, but we're going to approach it in the, the manner that we approach every single game. We're going to go and try and win it. We know breaking are fighting for their lives, but also we're t- trying to make a bit of history and, and get the club into the SPFL for the first time. be
3: great, wouldn't it? Because you're a big proponent of the pyramid system. Yeah,
4: and and, and this is what um, it's all about. This is it. The, the climax of it. That's what the pyramid system's in place for, for... The winners of the, the Lowland League and, and Highland League playoff to then play against the, the 42nd uh, club but what I would like to see um, Paul and I know it's just small steps so we've, we've started the process but in time I think that they should look down and, and look at opening it up a bit more Yeah, you know in and, and some capacity you know, I think mm-hmm. that you know just having one down and only one place to come well, up let's open it up more, if it's more playoffs, I, I don't know but make it a wee bit more competitive a wee bit more mm-hmm. exciting and a bigger incentive for the clubs because in the Highland League uh, and, and down here in the Lowland League the, the Are putting some money into their their budgets. um, It should be
3: automatic. Shouldn't? If you're bottom of the second division, you you should go down. Why not straight up? So
4: I I would say open it up and maybe. Maybe the way to do that in time is to increase the bottom division mm. to you know, 14, 16 teams, whatever it may be, but certainly create more opportunity to be part of League Two.
3: We're Glasgow's own radio station, so Dumbarton's not far away. And uh, Jim Duffy's Dumbarton in action tonight against Edinburgh City yeah. in the playoff.
4: Gary so, Naismith's Edinburgh
3: yep, City. Yep, so yep. that's on tonight. Old spoke to Gar- yours, Barry. Yep. Yep. I spoke
0: yep. to Gary um, about four or five weeks ago. He was trying to actually get a couple of my players on on short term loans mm-hmm. um, that's a good job glad to see Gary back in he would a, a tough um, a tough end to his managerial stint at, at mm-hmm. Queen of the South um, then he went he was um, loan player uh, scout oh, at, at mm-hmm. heart so great mm-hmm. to see Gary back in, to, back in the game at a club that's ambitious Edinburgh mm-hmm. City they're the similar to us they come through the loan league system and um, they're always fighting to get out of, of League Two, so great opportunity for for Gary. But he's coming up against an experienced manager, yeah. and Jim Duffy. He knows.
3: Exhibs. He knows, yep, he yeah. knows the game inside out. Jim Dundee. Duffy. He hurts as well, wasn't he? He was at harsh yeah, Let's talk Rangers. Craig's on the line. Cumbernauld good evening, Craig. Hi,
1: good evening. Thanks, how's, how's it going?
3: Yeah, good. Thanks. How's your weekend? How's the head? <laughs> <laughs> aye, all
1: right. Aye. Yep. Um, you know, I was, you know, I was sensible. I did remain in the house. I didn't attend Glasgow. as no, no. as it was to do that I, sure. I, I opted not to but I certainly did have uh, a few beverages, shall we say, and quite uh,
3: rightly, <laughs> absolutely. I was speaking to uh, Peter, the 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 dormant at Menc- Mercantile Cham- Chambers in Glasgow, in Bodwell Street. How, Peter, how are you? He says, "Oh, I'm just recovering." <laughs> and he came in this morning. He'd left these the keys to the office. I've actually now told uh, the the nation that you you forgot to bring the keys, but he says it was brilliant. I enjoyed it at home. Had a great weekend. Yeah, listen, but,
0: that's what you've yeah. got to do, as I say. Is it's been it's been a, yeah. a long wait for the the Rangers fans, yeah. and and like Craig just mentioned, and I'm sure he woke up and. I'm in Sunday are a,
3: a sore head. Um, you I didn't mean, have a lot, did you? Because you, you're training and everything, but you'd have a wee celebration, a wee glass of champers? No, I had no. a couple of glasses of red wine. Right. Um, okay. You've got it, yeah.
0: but of course. I'll watch. Hopefully, I've got more celebrations to, to do next weekend. Yeah,
3: Craig, what do you want to say?
1: Yeah, well, touching on, obviously, the weekend and, and, and things like that, obviously, first performance, as I say, I was delighted um, to, to be able to celebrate our first day. Uh, league title winning in a decade um, and you know actually the first time I could uh, do so and legally drink alcohol because the last time they <laughs> we won it I wasn't old enough um, <laughs> it just shows you how long ago that was yeah. but um, you know uh, there's been a lot of things that have frustrated and annoyed me since that have occurred um, I mean I, I, Rangers reached a statement um, just not too long ago about the video that was posted in social media and um, I, I actually cannot believe, you know, the amount of Rangers players in that video, and it's not even been properly authenticated. And when I see people, you know, mm-hmm. social media, but, is social media, right? It will take care of itself. There's always going to be a trial by social. Media. Yeah,
3: we've uh, got to be careful, Craig, that because this could be subject to it still to be. I haven't seen the video, and it is actually ongoing proceedings. So yeah, we shouldn't exactly go there, the Craig. Point I'm making. Sure, yeah.
1: Okay. That's the point I'm making, that, yeah. that the Justice Secretary decided to go there without any investigation being done. That's all I'm saying. I think that people just need to be careful was exactly the point I was going to make. Uh, okay. You've already been there for me. Yeah. Um, you okay. know, yeah. on, on that side of things. And of yeah. course, you know, the things that happened at Jaws Square and things like that, they were all unacceptable yeah. because at the end of the day, we should all be delighted about the fact we stopped 10 in a row, we won the title. And there's a lot of people, I think, deserve credit for that. I think, you know, for the boardroom level, right down to coaching staff players, I think one of the guys, although he's said his issues, who should get a lot of credit for it is Dave King, in my opinion. I think he started the ball rolling with this. He was a huge part of appointing Stephen Gerrard um, to begin with, and you know he had the vision in, in the darkest of possible times to to get his back. So um, mm-hmm. you know his own legal issues, aside, say he definitely deserves a, a massive amount of credit for it. Um, and that's what it should lie at Rangers. You know, it shouldn't lie. We whatever did or didn't happen with Celtic because we've got 102 points this season. That's five less than the the Celtic Invincibles. So they'd have had to have had that level of season to have kept kept pace. That's how good we've been. and yeah. um, Which is for me, given where we were, even the last two seasons domestically, it's been a phenomenal mm-hmm. achievement. It really has. And I just hope it goes down in history for those reasons and the right reasons and not the other things off pitch mm-hmm. that have occurred um, at the weekend
4: I think the point you made about Dave King's a good one you know he was a driving force um, six, seven years ago um, to get it over the line and, and remembered as well the roles of John Gilligan and Paul Murray very important figures um, back then too um, Craig you know, and between them and then Dave King you know, got other people um, involved and you see like like Douglas Park, you know, been, been enticed to, to come aboard, George Leatham, I'm sure there's others that, that, that are missing out, so forgive me um, for that. But yeah, you're right because you look at um, where Rangers were in terms of off the park because you can't get it right on the park until you're right off the park and that's what needed to be addressed. That was the most important thing. There were some uh, people that shouldn't have been anywhere near um, having the keys of the front door at um, Ivorotts, but they were for different reasons. But now the club... Um, is in good hands there's a good board there with Rangers at heart and they've got a first class manager who has developed into something very very special and in the past 18 months they have managed to build a squad and, and this is just off the top of my head that's probably worth what in the region of of a hundred million pounds there or there about no I've not yep. you know but something like that but when you consider look at what Steven Gerrard inherited you probably wouldn't get 10 million quid for
2: really? the Ranger yeah. squad. In the trans- mm. When
4: you think about the it in the transfer mistakes, yeah. market, you wouldn't have. And now, look at them. Being successful in Europe, mm. players worth 15, 20, maybe 25 million, etc., etc., etc. So there's, there's a lot to be proud mm. about and there's a lot to go um, and build on. But you're right. It's a, a, What's happened the past couple of days offers a time for reflection on this programme. Yesterday we said, you well, know, like Ali McCoyst. Um, his role um, and it all get our way back We and Durant and, um, and Kenny McDowell and all the rest of the guys so yeah there's been a lot of people involved uh, at different stages uh, to what happened um, over the weekend Yeah I'm, I'm glad
0: Craig actually mentioned Dave King because me for one I, I've not forgot about Dave King and then um, Mark stole my thunder I was uh, going to mention none of two it was with Dave King Paul Murray and, and John Gilligan they deserve a hell of a lot of credit uh, They came in and they saved the club. They took it off the... I don't want to mention the the names, Mm -hmm. but they they got control of the club. Um, They got the club back on stable foundations. And now, for me, they've got a brilliant chairman um, at the helm Mm -hmm. in um, Douglas Park. And they've got real good um, board members around about them. And I can only see... A bright, bright future for Rangers Football
3: Club. And Anyone who missed Barry on air uh, yesterday on the programme and you were saying that Douglas Park is um, hes really keen to make his mark, to have this era with Stephen Gerrard and the other, George Letham and the directors, to make this now Rangers time in Glasgow and in Scotland. Yeah,
0: I'm more than positive. I'm more than positive that, I mean, you've seen it um the end of last season when, mm. when the manager wanted to go and strengthen Douglas and the board members backed him. Um, and I think they're going to go and back him again. He's Is there already, more money? Yep, he's already brought Sakala in. Mm-hmm. Um I'm sure that the guys who are round about the fringes of the first team will go, mm-hmm. who don't look like getting in the 18, um, that'll free up another bit of cash in terms of wages. But if Steven Gerrard likes a player and, and identifies a player who's going to make the starting 11 stronger,
3: Douglas part of the board will back him. And you were saying we know about the Douglas Park Empire, really, really successful in the motor industry, mm-hmm. and but he's got the ambition and the drive at his stage. You know he wants this to be part of his legacy. Do you think?
4: I, I like to use it, the ambition and, and, and the drive. I like that wee link. Do you motor. like that? Well <laughs> <laughs>
3: done. I like that. I didn't miss
0: that. motoring. Yeah. I like that. When well, you get we, in for the new like <laughs> That's right. <laughs> he's in for a oh. discount in the morning
3: Arnold Clark, Big Eddie will be like what's happened here and Macklin Motors you can win the Nissan try and keep no, everyone be, be, happy be rest
0: assured uh, that I know yep. Douglas personally I, I know his, yep. his boys as well and they're in safe safe hands mm-hmm. you know what he's like as a businessman yep. he's astute he knows how to run businesses and Rangers is a business there's no doubt about it but as a football club I think it'll just go for strength to strength under, under his leadership that's
3: for sure a time when the owners of clubs in England, especially, are getting pelters, you know, because of the, the big six looking to break away. Uh, Craig, what do you feel about that? You think more investment you can hear? Because, you know, Barry uh, is a Rangers legend, and uh, I listen to what he says. That must give you even more hope for next season. Hope's not the right word, but you must be looking forward to it.
1: Absolutely, because I think um, that there seems to be, you know, from January onwards, you can see that uh, as much as getting the league title over the the, the line was, was obviously the priority. There's obviously a real drive and ambition to build for next season as well. That's why we brought um, players like Jack Simpson in, for example, and Scott Wrights. Um, and obviously they've just signed uh, Fashions of and, and I have to believe that given that, that, there will be other targets out there that Stephen Gerrard will already have identified um, that, that he fancies bringing in that we could strengthen. And I think it gives us a bit of an upper hand over Celtic because I think the fact they don't even have a manager in would suggest they maybe don't have their targets, or, or certainly all of them, identified. Because who's identifying them? Um,
3: Eddie you know, Howe, probably, uh, probably. Well, yeah, yeah,
1: but I think it, it does. You know, it, we are a, a real stable foundation to, to yep. and you know, to build on with the continuity of having Gerard there, um, and the fact he's going to get a crack at the Champions League. Um, if we can get into that, that that'd be magnificent. Um, you know, not just on the park. Obviously, you know, it, it would certainly massively boost the club uh, financially um, as well and I think to help to, to, to close some of that gap you know um,
4: Craig so what you're saying there given where Rangers are and you talk about we'll about it, the, the strength the continuity the, the the key players that they have in different roles at the football club like Ross Wilson's and the rest of them and you look at where Celtic are right now and that's the season finished so let's assess Celtic and let's assess Rangers and at this moment in time you'd have to say that Rangers should be should be fairly comfortable again next season because the gap key roles 10-12 players to, to 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 come in people getting to know each other a new manager new surroundings never worked in Scotland before against a club that's well oiled and against a squad even if they did lose Ryan Kent mm-hmm. and Glenn Kamara I still think Rangers would enough because you'll see a big improvement in Scott Wright's and different boys like that. So um Rangers should be comfortable next season I think they'll start heavy, heavy favourites to go and win two in a row I believe that
0: Rangers won't take their foot off the gas I, I think they see this as a real opportunity to go and dominate now now we spoke about it yesterday I think if a crazy offer does come in from say a Ryan Kent over 20 million quid I think already in the back of the manager's mind he will be thinking that he will identify a direct replacement I know Scott Wright, a lot of people say, I still think he, he's going to be a fine, fine player for mm. Rangers, no doubt. But if they do lose key players yeah. for crazy offers, I do think the manager has already got a plan B. Aye. And that's they, the difference. Have, you're right, Barry. planning ahead.
4: He'll have a scenario, worst case scenario, what if we do lose yeah. Ryan Kent? Mm-hmm. What if Alan McGregor breaks his leg? You know mm-hmm. What if Morelos the size he wants to go mm-hmm. and really pushes to leave there will be there'll be less do you know what he's away board's accepted mm-hmm. a bid Ross Wilson in you come what have we got let's get the ball rolling mm-hmm. and it'll be there mm-hmm. and it'll be seamless
3: Craig can I ask you a question if Stevie Clark was listening he's uh, preparing you know the final few names for his 26 what would you say about Nathan Patterson would you put the case for the young fullback to be in the squad on Wednesday
1: Absolutely. Listen, even if you know he didn't get playing time, I think he, he deserves to be in that squad. Obviously, you know he still he's his suspension and what have you, but he's been phenomenal. You know, he came in at a time you know when when the captain got injured. You know, and he'd been such a vital part of the season, James Tavernier. And you did, I think, rightly worry that uh, with Tavernier being out, that that was going to be a real weak part of the park, and perhaps we could, you know, maybe get a couple of slip-ups as a result. But that never happened because Nathan Patterson came in and he didn't look weak. You know, yeah, there was a couple of wee mistakes here or there that you expect um, you know, youngsters to make because they are youngsters and they're still, you know, mm. learning the ropes in some ways. But you look at him in, in the I mean the Europa League, he goes and scores in Europe. How many nineteen year old um right backs, you yeah. know, that play for mm. a Scottish team are going to go and score in Europe? You know, and the fact had to take it so seamlessly and fill in big shoes like that, you know, bringing him into the Scotland team at an area where actually Probably not necessarily the strongest at mm-hmm. um, the right back position. I, I can't see any reason why wouldn't, wouldn't you wouldn't want to put him in there.
3: Because Mark and Barry both of are twenty six, so that's bringing us into that, which we're definitely going to do after the break. Okay, yep. you definitely <laughs> given us your Ready the twenty six. All right, but, but, hope but, yeah. I hope <laughs> <laughs> And Nathan Patterson, he's in yours, Barry, isn't he?
0: Yeah, one hundred percent. I agree with what Craig says there uh, and many um, things that he mentioned about Nathan Patterson he's, he's got better and better with each game look you don't want to see anybody get injured but it was an opportunity for Nathan Patterson to go and grab it with both hands when, when James Tavernier got injured and I thought he came come in and he handled the occasions um, brilliantly look it's always tough coming in Old fun game as well I know people are talking about Europe but I thought he was excellent in the Old Fern game um, and I think he's got a bright bright future um, and he'll push believe me when I say this he'll push and he'll push James Tavernier, all the way to get in that starting eleven. That's he, how good I
3: think he mm-hmm. can become. Mark, is he in yours?
4: Nathan Patterson. Yeah, hundred yeah, yeah. percent. I'd
3: take him. Yep, Craig, we're all with you on, on that one. What's been the highlight of the season? Just before we go to the break, for you, if you to pull out one moment of this season when Rangers won by twenty five points, what was the moment for you?
1: Um. Oh goodness me, life has been a few. I think. I think the ultimate moment for me um, was probably beating Celtic 4-1. I know the Greek league was won at the time, but that the symbolism of that, because we had a couple of games before that where we maybe we weren't the better team, but we still got the, the win with the odd goal or two. That symbolised, um, on the pitch, the, the absolute shift now that Rangers are the, the dominant force and it's, it's Celtic's job to catch us. Um I mean, when I saw that and the fact that you're, you know, the league's won and you're still getting yourself up for that occasion and banging four goals in. Morelos get finally getting his, his, his two old firm goals um, was fantastic as well. So um, I think the symbolism of that certainly um, it is memorable because we've had a few scalpings in the last few years. So to deliver one of our own you know um, but the season we had you'd almost be disappointed if we hadn't had one of those kind of results um, scalping where we played this season
3: this is a good Glasgow word isn't it a oh, scalping yeah, yeah I heard that for ages yeah, yeah. I've not heard that for a <laughs> yeah. while that's a great word Craig Yeah, great you, word you've got Barry Ferguson smiling thanks very much Craig cheers
2: the Go Radio football show download the Go Radio app to listen live weeknights from 5 Go Radio and Macklin Motors Nissan are giving someone in Glasgow and the West the chance to win a brand new car. Go Radio. We love
1: Glasgow. What do you think the answers are? (laughs) Stephen Purdy.
2: Moose Capaldi.
1: Ella Henderson.
2: Jesse Nelson. And Judge Rinder. Zero out of five. If you can identify the superstars, the car could be yours. Register to play at thisisgo.co.uk, then listen to Crofty and Gradle at 8:10 tomorrow on Go Radio Breakfast with Macklin Motors Nissan. There's a test drive waiting for you. Cash for superstar, superstar.
3: Paul Currie, Barry Ferguson, Mark Guidi, and your calls 0808 08, 17, 17, 700 on the Go Radio Football Show with OPC Energy Limited nobody's got the five voices yet Barry the Macklin, Nissan, Motors car 15 grand it's worth it's really hard to know who nah, it's going to be it's difficult yep. I listened
0: uh, again this morning um, yep. I'd mentioned uh, James the producer but he says I gave him two names he says no nope. Nope. Ah, does he know? Yeah. Well, well, yep. If he's right. any kind of producer, he would let us know. <laughs> uh, so we'll get a chance of winning a car.
3: I wonder what the Reddys were there. oh <laughs> wait, 08, 08, 17 17 700 It's going to be a big week. We've got the Cup Final on Saturday. We'd still love to see some fans. In fact, Mark, you were saying yesterday on our programme, why not give some tickets to the, the players? And Barry, you were endorsing that. The players... I feel for them Paul. come on let, surely we could do that a couple of hundred tickets for them complimentary St Johnson and Hibbs
0: yeah I was just speaking to Mark off air um, earlier on and, um, why can they not first and foremost I feel sorry for the players that there's not going to be the sure. 600 fans and right I get that they've made a, a decision but why can they not give each squad maybe 50 complimentary tickets and let their, their partner our their, their children our mum and dad our girlfriend whatever Let somebody come in and... um, Because it's a proud moment for these guys. They're Mm -hmm. playing in the Scottish Cup final. I was lucky enough to play in it five times myself. Um, I know what it means. Great with fans. But obviously there's no fans here. But give them the opportunity at least to have their their close family by. And I'm sure with the size of Hamden, they could manage maybe 50, 75 tickets
3: per team. Do you remember the moments looking up to the stand and seeing... I'll never forget.
0: I remember every single... Every single one. It's a, a great trophy, Paul. As I yeah. said, it's the the show um, showpiece trophy mm-hmm. in, in Scotland, um, and it's a great it's a great occasion. As I said, I'm lucky. I was lucky enough to win it in five occasions, and I do. have got a, a bit of sympathy for the players because they've worked hard to get here. Yeah, bear in mind mm-hmm. they've they've had to play a number of games and a tight schedule, and these guys. Um, I'm sure if you asked them, would love the opportunity to. Sp- if they do win it, look up to the stands and see their, their family there and cheering them on.
3: You always said the weather's always lovely. The sun will
0: be, yep. yeah, listen, the sun will be splitting the trees, no doubt about it next Saturday. Well, I checked the weather
3: forecast yep. 80% certainty of rain in Glasgow. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
4: Saturday. but listen, well,
3: to that. Yeah, yeah, be, be, the sun will come out. Yeah, it'll be roasting. <laughs> the sun's come out just now over the Gorbals in Glasgow. We're coming from the heart of Glasgow. Thanks for making the switch. We're on every night, five till seven. Surely complimentary tickets Mark for the St Johnson and the Hibbs staff you know for, for their families Yeah, I, I,
4: yeah. I, I think it should be fairly straightforward but I really do in an outdoor arena yeah. people that you can trust that's going to get into the stadium yeah. behave themselves no do and silly and just share a special day do you know what, even, even for the losing team see if losing lose on Saturday they've still had a good season a season to be proud of if St Johnson lose on Saturday they've still had a, pre, a season to be, to be proud of so is it too much to give each club 50 or 60 tickets each for, for, for loved ones to be there even like when you think of how difficult it is now how difficult it's been for football clubs to survive in the past year Paul like the sponsors thanking their sponsors yep. for helping them keeping them Afloat for having a football club, mm. for being allowed to buy players and bring in wages, etc. So just one or two wee things like that. It shouldn't, for me, it mm. shouldn't be overly difficult. And it'd be nice for the, the the government, the SFA, to get together and make the the offer mm. to the football clubs. And would anybody complain about it if that was the case? If you, if you put a hundred people in,
3: but yeah, anybody 200? complain?
0: Two yeah, hundred. You want to share these moments with your fans, yeah. right? That's impossible. That can't happen the next best thing is I don't care if it's only your your missus and your your two kids or whatever up in the stand if you win that trophy share the moment with them look up you're 50, sixty, seventy 70 yards away mm-hmm. holding that trophy up I know it's only three people <laughs> but do you know what? I yeah. mean the I world mean, yeah, mm-hmm. it, it sure would so it, come on let's have a bit of common sense here and, and let both clubs um, get some yes. complimentary tickets in and allow their, their close family members because as Mark just made a good point they're going
3: to be really sensible about it. They're close family members. Yeah, Come on, Jason Leach, get off the ball and, and get on. And yeah. uh, I know he doesn't make the decisions, but come on, Jason, yeah, you love your football. The, see
4: the sacrifices that families have made this year when, when you're part of a family of, of a footballer. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody, you can't get, okay, we've not been visitors, but you know, all the different things that they've had to do as well yep. to make sure that their partner, their husband, their dad, their brother, whatever, you know, isn't getting in, because they're getting tested mm. every week. So they've really had to live, the life's probably better than any of us, and you think you know what there, there's a nice wee thank you at the, at the end of the season. Just like go it. along and enjoy the game. Turn up at five to five to two five minutes before kickoff. Enjoy a bit of the trophy, and you're away. and And the clubs can put can put buses right. on for them, so that's all organised. And it's all streamlined to 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 be to be done in a proper manner. I hope manner.
3: it happens. Yep. Barry, you've got fans tomorrow night. So, has your phone been busy this week? Yeah, Busier I, than usual. I couldn't get yeah. tickets. Yeah, because um, it went to season ticket holders. So are we not um, getting tickets? No, <laughs> no. absolutely right. My own you should go to them. They get tickets? Uh, Yeah, and you can understand that for the season yeah, but, ticket holders at Kelty Hearts.
0: Yeah, listen, I, game I, ever. I would like my my family and my my, my friends to be there. I, I don't care what level it is, but it's impossible. So the club made a decision to give it to the. The season ticket holders, but which I totally get. Yeah, it's fine. Like that. The, the The players will get a, a comp. I think a couple of comps to allow the, the, their the family members to come. So listen, the most important thing is the game is going ahead, and there's at least going to be 250 fans inside the stadium. That's great, it's better than nothing. Ten percent, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. If it's better than nothing. I'll take it because it's been strange. Um sure. And as I says, my respect goes to all professional footballers um, to play in front of empty stadiums. I would have struggled. Mm. Um, so fair play to them they still put on decent games um, at a decent standard
3: Right, you've got a bit of paper there you've been working last night and today Mark, you ready as well? Mark Weedy Barry Ferguson your squads for the Euros it's going to be announced on Wednesday Barry, what's your squad then? The goalkeepers? The
0: three goalkeepers is Craig Gordon David Marshall and John McLaughlin No
3: surprises there no controversy
0: The defenders Kieran Tierney Andy Robertson Declan Gallica Mm -hmm. Scott McKenna Stephen O'Donnell Grant Hanley, Greg Taylor, Nathan Patterson, and Jack Henry.
3: Greg Taylor in there,
0: Nathan Patterson in there as well. Yep, yep. okay, and Jack Henry. Okay, got that. Midfield, yep. John McGinn, Scott McTominay, Callum McGregor, Ryan Christie, Stuart Armstrong, James Forrest,
3: Billy Gilmer, John Fleck, and David Turnbull. Billy Gilmer making an appearance, the uh, sensational young Chelsea player.
0: Yep, okay. and up top, yep. um, Shea Adams, Lyndon Dykes, Ryan Fraser. Kevin Nisbet and
3: Lee Griffiths Lee Griffiths is in despite the fact that he's hardly he's not played much for Celtic but he's in there Right, that's Barry Ferguson's uh, squad Mark are you yeah give us your squad
4: three goalkeepers Marshall Gordon and McLaughlin uh, defenders I've got ten defenders hmm? in Stephen O'Donnell Andy Robertson Kieran Tierney Declan Gallagher, Nathan Patterson Grant Hanley mm-hmm. Liam Palmer Greg Taylor, Scott McKenna, and the one, my if you want to call it, it's maybe mm-hmm. from left field. Bear in mind the We need right-sided, right-sided central defenders. Mm-hmm. Jason Kerr, the St. John'son captain. Right. Yep. midfield: Scott McTominay, John McGinn, Callum McGregor, David Turnbull, Stuart Armstrong, James Forrest, Ryan Fraser, Billy Gilman, John Flight. I've counted Fraser in as, as more of a a, a midfielder. Mm-hmm. And up front, I've gone for four um, strikers. Kevin Nisbet, Shea Adams, Lyndon Dykes, and Lawn Shankland. No Ollie McBurney, no
3: Lee Griffiths. Right. Why no Lee Griffiths or Ollie McBurney? I think, I, well, I maybe know the, the reason Ollie McBurney, obviously. Um, he, he hasn't scored and he's had a, a, yeah, a very difficult but, week as well.
4: Yeah, just yeah. It for me, just doesn't do it, Paul. Okay. You know, yep. it, um, it's, it's not for me. And, and for Lee Griffiths, I think we're. We, we, just not enough evidence here mm. for the past season to suggest to me that, that, that Lee, Driff, Lee Griffiths can, can go there and, and a big part of it as well if you speak to well Craig Brown was the last manager that that, that had us there but if you speak to him Paul we've been away at World Cups and, and European tournaments a big part of it as well is having trust within the group because you're yep. away for three four weeks yep. you know but you know and, and so that's why you've got to take that into account um, as well so that's mm. my um, 26.
3: Barry would you take issue with marks with any of those there? Jason Kerr? <laughs>
0: Listen, uh, he crossed my mind. Mm-hmm. It was Jack Henry. Or, or, I know Andrew Considine mm-hmm. has been in the squads. It was Jack Henry, Jason Kerr or Andrew Considine. Mm-hmm. Um, I've went with Jack Kendry just because he played the, the, the previous games. I've went with five centre-halves and that five centre-halves is including Kieran Tierney because mm-hmm. I believe he'll play a back three and two right-sided um, wing-backs. That would be Nathan Patterson and Stephen O'Donnell in two left backs, which would obviously be Andy Robertson, who's the captain, and Greg Taylor. Um, and listen, Jason Kerr's a great shout. He's been outstanding. Mm-hmm. I, I can't, I can't argue with it. I just think the lack of experience and no been in squads. Mm-hmm. I'll go against um, Jason Kerr.
3: Have you got Liam Palmer in there?
0: No, I've nope. left Liam Palmer out as well. I've went with Nathan Patterson instead of Liam Palmer. Right.
4: I've, the the I, reason yeah. why I've put in like like. Patterson and Billy Gilmore mm-hmm. and Jason Kerr is because we've got the extra three, I think you can afford to take th- three players that, I'm not calling them passengers because that would be disrespectful because they're all talented players, but three you can, that, you, that you can look at and see what are, it's very unlikely they're going to play. Can you speak to most managers as well, Paul? As much as I take if it was a 23-man squad, 20 outfield players, I'd probably say that under normal circumstances, only 16 of them I'll probably get a right good chance of playing and there's mm-hmm. other three or four that are just yeah. there to 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 plug some holes um, if required but the fact that we've allowed to take 26 leaves a wee bit more room for manoeuvre you know Ryan Gall could, could come into the equation as well into the thoughts um, Mike no burney has been Ken rolled right. out in
3: the last half hour marks some breaking he's news out, yeah, he's definitely so, well, out. He's that's why he's out he wasn't in yeah yeah, yeah, yeah so that's right. and, uh, sorry who else then Ryan Gall inside
4: news the other ones well not because he's, his uncle's sitting there but I, I gave consideration to Lewis Ferguson mm. who is now as we were speaking about yesterday big interest from him mm. from down south and abroad and uh, it looks like Aberdeen are going to get a, a price in the region of two and a half million quid for
3: him Watford looking for him and yep. they're coming back to the Premier League that would be that'd be a good move for him wouldn't it Barry yeah it would
0: be a yep. a, a great move again um, I did consider um, Lewis I just think it's mm. came too soon, too, soon. Yep. too soon for him too um, soon but listen I, 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 we spoke about it yesterday I think now the, uh, is the time for Lewis to Mm-hmm. to kick on Um but again I'm I'm just looking at my midfield Um mm-hmm. my midfield strong McTominay can always go back yeah. and play as a mm-hmm. centre half so that he might leave out a Jack Henry mm-hmm. and put Scott McTominay and put an extra midfielder in there so there's, there's quite a lot of turning and throwing that that Stevie Clark can, can do but in terms of Lee Griffiths I know he's had his issues I just I, if you need a goal 10-15 mm-hmm. minutes to go you've got to throw him on. He'll always get that opportunity and nine times out of ten he'll he'll um, he'll grasp that opportunity.
3: Mark, that's Barry Ferguson telling you that. How can you leave him out your squad? So if you're Stevie Clark are you listening to Barry? It just needs one moment from Lee Griffiths.
4: Yeah, but where's that moment been?
3: Well he's not had a chance. When's the last
4: time he had that moment? He's
3: not had a chance.
4: But that tells you all you need to know and the fact that he's not been given a chance tells you all you need to know because if Celtic have been crying out for one thing this season it's goals you listen to John Kennedy since he took over from Neil Lennon every time particularly against Rangers we created good moments we created good chances we weren't clinical um, enough and if Lee Griffiths for me and I might be wrong good luck to him see if he gets involved Mm. in it good luck to him because we all think back to those two free kicks against England Mm. and how happy uh, we all were and I'd love nothing more than to see Lee Griffiths on form and being part of a good Celtic team and part of the Euro squads this summer but I just can't see it I can't justify putting him in Lon Shankland I've not looked at the stats but he's probably played what 30 games mm-hmm. for the United Kevin Nisbet played these games Chi Adams a mm-hmm. brilliant find I mean that could be key to us qualifying for the next stage getting him to, to pledge his allegiance to Scotland so things like that I'd love to have Lee Griffiths involved but I can't I back it up the,
0: the reason why I've went with Lee Griffiths is if you look at the, the four before him Jay Adams, mm-hmm. Lyndon Dykes, Ryan Fraser and Kevin Nisbet are going to play in front of Lauren Shankland.
3: Yeah.
0: I know Lauren, we'll yep. I, I like yep. Lauren yep. Shankland. There's no doubt he's a a very good player. I love his, the story of his career. Mm-hmm. Getting let go with Aberdeen and going down the divisions and, and coming right up to the Premier League and still scoring goals but I just can't leave somebody like Ali mm-hmm. Griffiths out. I I, I can't. And that's
3: the area where we are missing some magic. So and, and, forget and that's even. that's where the big yeah. one's
4: going to be. In no, it, that is, as isn't Steve it? Clark announces, who's yep. guaranteed mm. if he picks Lorne Shankland, and that's only the only issue with the, if it's Lorne Shankland ahead of a, a Lee Griff, he will get asked or if he puts Lee Griffiths mm. in, the whole story of the squad will be is why Lee Griffiths? Why is he in your squad? And that yeah. becomes a story you know yourself but that's how it'll mm-hmm. work True. and that's how it'll be for the next three three weeks So under Steve Clark,
0: It's
3: cause a bit of unrest doesn't it or you know bad you feeling know. about it rather than the feel but, good factor uh,
0: yeah. yeah but then I'm looking if I'm a player and I, I see Lee Griffiths coming in at the squad I know what Lee Griffiths can do mm-hmm. I'm sure the players in the squad um, would want a player of his quality So but why I, is he I not it, doing I it I for Celtic? Are, Who knows uh, is it the I know the lack of fitness. We, we, we don't know. Nobody's actually come out and told us why he's not been playing mm-hmm. or why he's not been involved. Um but I just look if we're going there, I look at both Czech Republic and Croatia. No good players. Mm-hmm. There's no doubt. I mean, Modric is one of the best wow. players in the world for me. Yeah. But I yeah. think these two games are winnable. Mm-hmm.
3: And as you said, one win could take us through yep. to the next stage. Yeah, d- yeah. I,
0: Martin mentioned that three yep. or four weeks ago. I didn't even think of that. I mean it's um one one
4: and as long as you don't get spanked. Yeah. One, 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 and a negative, negative one goal difference could get you through.
0: And this is what the Scotland team does mm. under Steve Clark. Yeah. Who's your, to
3: beat. who's your goalkeeper? To start. So you've got John McLaughlin there, obviously, and you've got David Marshall, and you've got our other keeper. Well, it's between Craig played. Gordon and David Marshall. You're going to ask me who. Uh-huh. Which one would you Craig start Gordon. with? Yeah. Craig Gordon, right? Okay. David, Ryan, Marshall's David Marshall. has been Brilliant for uh-huh.
0: Scotland. Yeah. And do you know what? It, it's a difficult one for me to call, but I'm going with Craig Gordon. Craig Gordon.
4: I, I, yeah, I'm going to ST towards mm-hmm. Craig Gordon, um, at the moment, uh, and I think that's who Steve Clark, when the squad turns up in, in ten days' time or so to start preparing for the two friendlies against Luxembourg and, and Holland. My feeling is that Steve Clark, in his mind, when they arrive, Craig Gordon will be his number one. That's not to say he might not start with when June the fourteenth; mm-hmm. it might change. Mm-hmm. But I think he'll be thinking if he did pick a team to play tonight, I think Craig Gordon mm. would be in goal.
3: And is that partly because he's had a tough time his club have in the last couple of months? You know, Derby was struggling. Whereas yeah. his heart's champions. Yeah, I, I know and, it's a load. And, lower... and
4: Craig Gordon yep. played the, I kind of, the, the last game with a brilliant save at one yeah, point. Yeah, you know, yeah. Um, so he's got but I, either of the two of them. You can of mm. go wrong. We've got two really good goalkeepers. We've spoken three. Uh, I, think I think John Jordan McLaughlin, face, and good. McLaughlin yeah. as well. And obviously the, the Alan mm. McGregor um, thing, if that comes into play. Yeah is it something that's just going to take us all by surprise and there's been a conversation that we don't know about I don't think so but you never know Mm -hmm. Um, but look we've we've got three Mm. really good goalkeepers right now if Scotland were playing tonight I Mm. think Craig Gordon would get the nod it
0: would be harsh on David Marshall because he's done great but now if you're you're asking me similar to what Mark, Mark just mentioned there Craig Gordon he's top class
3: in that moment though David Marshall gave the nation yeah, more. I, yeah I know, I know, I know. More and that'll be in
4: Steve Clark's mind because he is loyal that that mm-hmm. will be on mm-hmm. his mind but you know you, you've got to be ruthless you know, we're at a European Championship mm-hmm. final we could just be one way for qualifying for the second stage ever you've got to be ruthless and, as long, and Steve Clark will whoever he's leaving out because there'll be two or three boys expecting to start that he'll need to have private conversations with and assure them they've got a role and uh, that's but, what oh, both
0: are I've played with both both are top goalkeepers there's no doubt about it it will be playing for what David Marshall done with that
3: penalty save but Craig Gordon number one he gave us yes sir I can boogie but he wouldn't start for you two at the moment this is what it's all about it's the conversations the football we're back in a moment
2: the Go Radio Football Show, talking football first. Listen live weeknights from 5.
3: Thank you, Chris for the traffic and travel. It's the Go Radio Football Show. Paul Cooney, Barry Ferguson, Mark Guidi. Lots of your calls coming in tonight and on the socials as well. In the playoff, it's still 0 0. Bournemouth nil. Brentford nil. Brentford have missed out last season, haven't they, Barry? They would love to be coming up. It's the first leg tonight.
0: Yeah, the, the, as you just mentioned, they missed out um, last season uh, and they went and brought. We were just speaking about them earlier yep. on. Ivan Toney, and who's who's got them basically into the playoffs again. So they don't want to go a second year without getting into the Premier League. New stadium as well, beautiful stadium, and they're a good team. I actually enjoy watching Brentford. Um, good team to watch. Good footballing team. So they'll be trying to go one better than than last season. He's
4: a good manager, that Thomas Frank, yep. isn't he? You know, yep. you get a bit of like when you think they lost. You see, they lost the play. I remember speaking to to uh, Billy Davis when he was at Preston and they lost the playoffs and they found out the following season and they didn't know it at the time he said because you're in such a downer the whole club of getting so close he said see the first three months
2: you're, you're just not on it yeah you're yep. just not on it
4: mm-hmm. the first year it takes you to about October, November to try and get going so for Brentford to bounce back and get in the playoffs mm-hmm. like that again but the key to it the recruited well They're the recruitments mm-hmm. First class, and they—they're into all that money ball mm-hmm. um, stuff um, at Brentford as well, which you know I don't believe at all that a lot. Of it's got to be on, on what you can see for yourself in terms of what like the the heart is and the and the mentality mm-hmm. and the stats are obviously important. But um, no, Thomas Frank's—he's—he's he's got a bit
3: about him. Steve Cook going off there I know he's been mentioned as a possible target of Eddie Howe if and when he comes to Celtic the word was it's going to be this week yeah, he's keep himself right. for next yeah. season just so, come off there yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Scott Brown at the weekend some great quotes from not least he said he'll be at work today at Aberdeen but I see Stephen Glass has said no no look take a wee bit of a break and then come back but um Everything's been said about the the Celtic captain, but that era is over. Yeah, um, but I thought he spoke really well at the weekend. Yeah,
4: yeah. yeah he did. He, he's been great. Um, you know, for 14 years, been terrific. First three or four years, were not they sure? You no, know, Neil, Neil Lennon at first when he took over as, as, as manager, wasn't he sure? There were a couple of issues with mm-hmm. we Scott Brown. His discipline on the park, um, could he be trusted? And then, um, you know, he was captain, and what a captain um, he turned out to be. And I think for two years Brendan Rodgers first two years at the club considering what Brendan Rodgers inherited in the shape of Scott Brown um, I think for about a hundred games the most consistent player in, in Scottish football for a long long number of years probably going back to your your Larson's and your and your, your Laudrops and dare I say it your Ferguson's and, yep. and boys like that but Scott Brown for two seasons under Brendan Rodgers those back to back trebles was absolutely phenomenal
3: Well done Brendan Rodgers you'd want to say as well winning the FA Cup the first time in the history of Leicester City does it show you why he left in the middle of the season or February why he left? It
4: shows what a great manager Leicester got you know Leicester's gain was was Celtic's loss that's the bottom line and um, you know uh, I always thought if under the right circumstances Brendan Rodgers would have been staying it should have been the plan was Brendan Rodgers and Scott Brown standing in the centre circle at Celtic Park on, on Saturday We've with ten in a row mm-hmm. in the bag. That was the plan, but um, Celtic lost an outstanding manager. Mm-hmm. That was very unfortunate for the club.
3: And was that the John McGinn time and all that that Brendan Rodgers said this isn't?
4: I think that just I think that started to trigger the exit. I know plan. that's a narrative. Fault. Do you think
3: that was true? Was that part of? I think it? I
4: think he, well he's on record. Mm-hmm. He was a very frustrated figure during that uh, transfer window um, in August 2018.
3: But wasn't it inevitable that he would be pulled to? I was going to say one of the biggest clubs in England it isn't I realise that it's, they're yeah. now becoming you know a tops but they're not a top six I know you wonder if that really was what happened
4: I don't know well, but, yeah. Brendan Rodgers and uh, you know knows exactly what went on and maybe one day he'll see I, I doubt it I, mean, I think that's just one that we, yeah. you try and put you know you, you join the dots and you piece things but, um, together
0: is, See when you think back to that 2018 John McGinn three million quid they wouldn't go to three and a half million pounds then you look over the last certainly this season's recruitment, 5 million Ayete, 5 million Barkas, 3.5 million Klamala, I know he's away now. They look back that and think, "What? why did we not go that extra 500 grand? For just sure. look what kind of player he's turned out to be. Yep. Um, I know he went down to the Championship, but I tell you something, the Championship's a tough league. Tough, tough league. Um, Into the Premier League now, and you just need to see some of the, the performances that he puts in. He's, again, he's one of the ones who... Has been up a
3: couple of levels on me. It sure has. So midfielders, Scotland. We're looking at your uh, twenty-six. Steve mm-hmm. Clark will choose the twenty-six on Wednesday. Barry, what about the midfield? We've got so many talented players.
0: Yeah, I have, I've um, I've went with John McGinn, McTominay, McGregor, Christy Armstrong, Forrest, Gilmer, Fleck, and and Turnbull. The three that I think will start mm-hmm. is McGinn, McTominay, and McGregor. Wow that's a three the um, yeah. hey, James Forrest I've so put him strong. in as a midfielder but yep. bearing in mind James Forrest can also play wing back mm-hmm. he's played it for Celtic um, he's fresh and, yeah, and he's he's got to be a, he's a cert to it, James Forrest
5: Yeah,
4: Mark I think James Forrest will be in the, the starting eleven living all day long um, Paul uh, I really do that three that in midfield I don't think there's you know, there, there, a couple of things um, I think had Ryan Jack been fit he'd have started yeah. and with John McGinn and I think Scott McTominay may well have played because I, I, I would say Scott McTominay and, and um, Kieran Tierney are two of your strongest back three you could they actually could actually play as a, a central defensive partnership but the fact that Ryan Jackson there that might push towards McTominay playing in the centre at the heart of the team with John McGinn the question mark for me would be Callum McGregor does he get in ahead of, of, of Stuart Armstrong um, or not does Billy Gilmore if he's involved in the squad really catch the eye and mm-hmm. uh, training, and in the friendlies be given an opportunity. I don't think he could rule out Billy Gilmer mm-hmm. going from nowhere to actually starting the opening game for Scotland
3: on, on June the 14th. I don't think he could rule that out at all. And he's playing with top class players. I know he doesn't play that often, but he's had a fair number of games, and he, he's got no fear, has he, Barry? He's got that confidence. Oh, he's a, listen, I know you love uh, him.
0: Uh, yeah. he, he's a joy to watch. Uh, a joy to watch. I just love the fact that his age he's in um, way top class players mm. and he just goes and he demands that ball and he, he's just a brilliant footballer um, and for me f- why not put him in He said the experience of playing with Chelsea first team he's played in big games he knows how to handle pressure um, I, I just think he's going to be an absolute cracker
4: I, I remember reading an interview recently with Sean Maloney and he was talking about when he was given his opportunity under Martin O'Neill maybe 2001, 2002 um, and the first team he was a kid and it was Paul Lambert he said Paul Lambert took me aside He said to me Sean don't worry about it don't be nervous you are ready you can go and do this he said trust me you play against better players in training every day and you can hold your own and you excel so see what you're going to play against today don't have any fear at all he said it was the best piece of advice I could be giving him. it was true and I would use that analogy with Billy Gilmore what he's playing and up against mm. at training every day at Chelsea Barry why can he not go and be comfortable in that Scotland squad? And why should they have he have entered in the Euros?
0: For me, he could get in and play with Scotland. That's how highly I rate him. Um, I don't think he's the type that you would actually need to go and pull aside and say, listen, don't you be nervous? He looks to me when, every time I've watched him um, on on TV. He just dictates a game. He just goes and he demands it. I love young players going and demanding off experienced players and that's what he's done um, for Chelsea. He's just a, a fantastic talent and he's going to be... In the coming years, our main central midfielder.
3: Really? Yep. He's a brilliant player. What about up front then? We were talking in the break about can we accommodate Lyndon Dykes and Shea Adams because Shea Adams has come in recently and everyone I think would think he's a definite starter.
0: Yeah, for me, Shea Adams. Uh Yep. Impressed me when he came in. Again, he's playing Premier League, he's playing with Southampton who Mm. are a decent outfit. I actually enjoy watching Southampton. But there's a, a shout, Mark could say fair." Is there a shout maybe you could get two up front? Certainly mm-hmm. the way that Steve Clark plays in the three five two. You could go and you could play Lyndon Dykes and Shea Adams. That's a that's a decent front two. Um Shea Adams, I get, he's a, he's physical as well, he can get in behind, he can score goals as we've seen in the, the Premier League. So there is a real opportunity um that he can go with two up. If he doesn't fancy that, he can go one up and one off. But she Adams also plays that at Southampton, yeah. the one off. Um, so I don't see um, no reason why he wouldn't go with two up. Mark.
4: Yeah, I mean I like partnerships. Uh, Paul and, and and Adams and Dykes would be a powerful partnership. But then you could play Adams just in behind. but does he go for a kind of one a wee bit nippier, a wee bit liver. Again, a lot of it will come down to the opposition as well. What you know if he identifies weaknesses or strengths in the opposition that he has to try and um, provide a team um, to, to match that and get the better of because of it you could you could float Ryan Fraser in there as well Just one, yeah. you could yeah. float James Forrest in there White. Mm. there's good options in the squad Paul when I mean, you look through the squad Barry and I have probably agreed in 23 or 23 um, positions but you certainly look middle to front and then you look at the back with Tierney and and Robertson good goalkeepers um, strong as, as, squad as well it is a strong mm-hmm. um, squad I've got and you know one guy that, that I had in and I took out at the last minute and I don't think Barry's got him the captain of Leeds United Liam yeah. Cooper Yeah. the captain of Leeds United mm-hmm. two are probably going to be, what top 10 mm-hmm. Yeah. they're playing every week for so you've got to have something here, yep. and they're thinking right and, it's yeah, so good does, does McKenna get in ahead of Cooper does Deca wow. and Gallagher get in ahead of
3: Cooper you know and they're saying Tottenham might want Bielsa as well look we've run out of time tonight but we've got time I We'll tell be you what again. the uh-huh. next 24
0: yeah. hours will be hard for Stevie Clark because he'll be making phone calls to the players that have are, are been left out of the squad, and it, 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 listen, that's just part mm. of, of football. Sometimes you need to take the. The the bad news you, you need to go away and work even harder so this is going to be a tough twenty four hours for Stevie Club
3: Rob's here tomorrow at five with John Hartson and Richard Foster Barry good luck to your Kelty Hearts tomorrow again thanks We're very in. much yep, good looking luck, forward Barry. to Cheers, that. Yeah. we'll be watching Mark you can get it as well I'll show you the eight quid it's worth it
4: Kelty TV yeah
3: yep. it was good yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's it thanks very much Jokal Day is next we'll be back tomorrow at five
2: the Go Radio Football Show talking football first listen live nights from
3: I'm joined now by
1: Gary from OPC Energy. Gary, what a job you did out there today. Ah, it was it was
0: unbelievable. You saw the customers' faces when that boiler went in. It was a really special moment. And what about the overall performance? Unreal. You you could really feel the heat out there. I'm
1: delighted with the result, and we move on to the next one. Thanks, Gary. Come on! For more information on boiler upgrades, heat pumps and more, visit opc-ltd.uk. Get ahead of the game with OPC Energy.